everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sack Vibes. This is episode 35. I love how that rhymes. Um, this episode is a little different than how we do it normally. Wes is on vacation, so it's just Naps and I. We um, sit down. It's an intimate conversation. We ask each other some questions. What do we think the best uh, producer is? What, what do we think makes a great producer, a great artist? And what do we feel like we could learn from the music industry? So sit back and uh, enjoy the conversation between Naps and I. right now welcome to another episode of sack vibes this is episode 35 i mean i really mm-hmm. really need to say that because mm-hmm. the intro will say yeah so <laughs> you know what episode this is yeah it doesn't it doesn't matter it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter so what are you doing how's your day um it's been pretty chill you've been here yeah. and um <laughs> i just been busy bro i just been running i just i, I thought my phone was five o'clock already i was about to shit myself i was like Fuck, I wasted so much time of the day, but it's only two o'clock, mm-hmm. and uh, I just been running and gunning, you know what I'm saying? You see me, I haven't, I haven't sat yeah. down for like five minutes since you got here. For real? You were like all over the place when I parked and such, I, you were kind of coming out like the driveway, back and forth. I mean, I was just taking the trash out. <clears throat> oh. I wasn't all over the place this trash day, I was putting the trash on the side of the house. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't I'm like all over the place, I seem like I've been pretty focused, like. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, Not man. <laughs> how's, how's your day been? It's been all right. It's a day off. I had to get some stuff done, drop off my sister's things. She's in, on the dance team at I high forget, school. I forget you have a sister. I've never met your sister. Not yet. She's younger. You're the oldest, right? I'm the eldest of three. And she's younger than your other brother, or than your brother, or by a year, like thirteen months. Okay, so how old is she? She's going on 17? 17? This, this okay. year, and my brother's already 18. Okay. That's, that's, that's like me and my brother. We're like 16 months apart, but we're both guys. Yeah. And, the, and I'm the oldest, so. Yeah. It's crazy. She's in her senior year. Oh, I'm so <laughs> fast. Time <laughs> fast, for real. My brother's going to start junior high soon, and I'm just like, nah, I'm not, nah. I'm you not, ain't ready for I'm it. I'm not ready. I feel like all, one of those old people will be like, bruh. I remember when you was such and such and such and such. I used to look at older people and be like, and? Like, <laughs> times change, bro. Like, why are you reminiscing with me every time I see you? But now I'm like, man, like, I remember when you was in diapers, you know what I'm saying? And like, <laughs> now you're about to be in junior high. Like, I, I, I told him, he was just like, he was like, can I drive? And I was like, nah. I was like, but you'll be able to drive in five years. And I said it out loud and I was just like, fuck. He'll He'll be able, he'll be 16 in five years. He'll be able to get his, his driver's permit. Like, oh, with that, that fucked me up. That yeah. fucked me up super hard. <laughs> yeah, knowing that my brother drives already, it's like, I had to drop you off all the time. Yeah. And now you can drop yourself off. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it, it's, 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 time flies, people. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's totally, totally threw me back, but... Um, so we, we kind of started this conversation earlier, but I kind of wanted to get into like a, get into a little deeper. Mm-hmm. So it's two parts. I'm probably just asked the first part. Mm-hmm. It's, I, ha- I have like, in your opinion, what makes a great producer? Mm-hmm. And then also what, what do you think makes a great artist? 
Okay. So oh, that's a tough question. So let's <laughs> so let's start with producers. What do you uh-huh. what do you think makes a producer a great producer? Well, in terms of if you're talking about no, whatever it means to you. To like me, like when you when the, the producers that you think are great. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so then, I think one of the most important things is being able to adapt to the times, mm. regardless of your style. Like be able to catch up with you know what's going on with modern. Yeah. Even though you have a connection with the past. Yeah. I think that's a really big key in terms of you know when you're sending beats to other artists or they're looking for something completely different. Yeah. You're able to adapt to their style, their vision, and figuring out like also the audience or so that is listening to it. So I guess that's one one major key to becoming a great producer. I think another thing is t- to be able to engineer yourself mm-hmm. and like other people, and especially vocals. I was listening to Kenny Beats. He was on IG Live, and he was talking, he was ranting actually, about how knowing how to engineer vocals could get you a lot more like you know placements and a lot more connections because you're that's pretty much simple engineering i mean it's not recording vocals and such is easy but mixing it and blending it with you know with the beat the production especially whatever type of beat it is it's a different skill it's a different set of skills for sure it's a yeah Pretty much. Yeah. Audio engineers, I think, are like the unsung heroes of the music industry. For real, though. Like, I learned a lot through school and such, like, how big and important and complex it is in the science. It's a engineering yeah, it's like, engineering. Yeah. itself. Yeah, that's, that's the thing I, like, I do have to always remind myself. It's just, like, the second word is engineering. And it's, like, that's in them. any other position, engineering, like, you know it's a hard job. You know what I'm saying? If I was a... Like I don't even know what the other engineers like an aeronautical engineer like you aeronautical don't look at a, civil civil mechanical yeah, so like, like so many we don't look at none of those jobs like it's easy <laughs> that's all hard especially all hard. same thing with audio engineering people think like oh it's just twisting knobs yeah but it's not it's not it's that's so just much part of more. it <laughs> like. There were times, and especially towards like the end of my degree or so, where it was getting kind of difficult, mm-hmm. especially you know knowing the gear and knowing the concepts and what you're trying to do mm-hmm. with it and the gear, analog gear. I'll say this now, analog gear is much better when you're trying to do a mix than digital in some ways. Yeah, it's like you can't get. You know, certain things from digital, from analog. Yeah, they sound the same. It's crazy stuff. What, what was in your in your um mm-hmm. when you were taking your uh um like getting your like your degree and going to school and everything? What do you think was like the biggest like um how do I phrase this um what do you think was like the hardest thing when it comes to like like matching frequencies and putting frequencies in their space? You know, like, like how the instruments, like, are like placed. Or... Yeah, yeah, like, like instrument placement, vocal placement. Feel me, like, what do you think was like the most challenging of figuring out, like, okay, like, what, like, first of all, like, 
like say if I, it's a guitar, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Okay, like what frequency should I cut? What frequency should I add? Mm-hmm. Um, and then where should I put this? You know what I'm saying? What yeah. do you think was the biggest it's, challenge you had to um, like over hurdle in learning mm-hmm. the frequency placement? It's what is called interest point. Mm-hmm. Um, when you listen to a so- song and we, it's funny, the, the third class, the third step, recording techniques uh-huh. three, um, one of the first things that my professor, uh, talked about was interest point. And, w- and what is that? And so interest point is when you're listening to a song and you hear like certain instruments that are out there, like obviously. So, for example, do you know who Teddy Pendergrass is? Yeah, yeah. So, do you know the Legend. song Turn Off the Lights? Legend. Legend. That song. Legendary. So, he played that song, and he's known for, like, like uh, my professor, he engineers for a lot of metal mm-hmm. uh, artists and such. But he plays this R&B soul song. He said, I want you guys now to close your eyes and listen to the song. And so from the very first like snare mm-hmm. in that song and then everything else, he wanted us to pretty much musically analyze what's, you know, predominantly in the mix. Mm-hmm. So vocals, mm-hmm. very up close, yeah. like this. And then the snare, I think for me... I mean, maybe I have a bias because I'm a drummer, mm. but the snare has so much air. Mm-hmm. Like, you can hear the pop, but then you can hear the reverb and the delay. Mm-hmm. And then, I think it was the bass line, too. And then everything else is more texture and blending in. Mm-hmm. Those are, like, the main things that stick. So, let me ask you, like... Mm-hmm. When you when you um like when you close your eyes and and listen to a mix, do you see things? I see, yeah. yeah. I sometimes like try to see those colors, or I see because I love you know animation mm-hmm. or so, or movies and pop culture and such. Yeah. I see colors. I see like animations of that story. Mm-hmm. You know what's being played out, or do I see a landscape? Or whatnot, some aesthetic, like yeah. vaporwave stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel so. it because, like, when I, like, I see, like, almost, like, it's kind of, like, not blocks, but sometimes, like, anamorphic blocks. I don't know. I think I just made that word up right now. <laughs> but, like, like, I just see, like, if it's, like, a circle, <laughs> I'll see, like, the bass frequencies at the bottom kind of doing their thing and stuff like that. And so I've, I've just heard other people being able to see things or... Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I love that because, like, music. I mean, it's probably because I'm an air sign, but, like, I love. Because you can't touch music, but the fact that, like, some people, they listen to music and they, and they like, they see colors or they see shapes and stuff like that. That kind of blows I my know, mind. I know. Um, Skrillex, when he, he has this type of um, thing where he sees colors whenever he produces, yeah. like, visually he sees it. Yeah, I heard, especially, I, heard, I heard Kanye has that too. Which is, like, pretty dope. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I was like, man, I kind of would, would wish that. To yeah, see yeah. that visually. But, you know, some yeah, people every, are gifted every, with that. Yeah, everybody's got their own superpower. We all have a superpower. A yeah. quirk. Yeah, a quirk. Are. A quirk. That's, <laughs> it's, it's so funny that, like, what makes, like, a great producer for you is almost, like, exact. Not exact opposite, but kind of opposite for me. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, for me, when I, like, a great producer to me is, like, 
they have their sound and it's like almost like a timeless sound like when i think of um pharrell like pharrell Mm -hmm. he hasn't like quote unquote like changed with the times he's his music has changed i feel like and i don't know pharrell feel me so this is not i haven't asked him this question personally but to me it's more so a change of like I want to do something different, not because of like this is what's going on, and mm-hmm. so let me let me try to lean more towards this. But it's like, yo, this is a Pharrell beat. It's like I don't I don't think anybody would walk up to Pharrell and be like, let me get a trap beat. It'd be like, bro, like don't not on some yeah. ego shit, but like, bro, I'm Pharrell. Like I'm gonna give you a Pharrell beat. Like you came here for a Pharrell beat. Like you didn't come here for a. A uh, Bryson Tiller slash Drake type beat, like you, you came to my house, so you want a Pharrell beat, you, you know what I'm saying? Music. Yeah, you want my music, so it's like the producers that can, that their style is 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 timeless like that. Mm-hmm. Then I think to me it's like a great great producer. Like even right now, like the who wouldn't like not like oh, I hate I hate to say like oh punch somebody in the face, but it's just like. <laughs> There's some like this like there's probably like a handful of rappers. I'm probably in that same handful of rappers who would punch someone in the face for a Dr. Dre beat. You know what I'm saying? It's just like <laughs> it's a Dr. Dre beat. Like especially I'm be, me being a West Coast artist. I'm just like bro, like Dr. Dre. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Even the the, the ski beats one is like yeah. That ski beats beat to me is so special because it sounds like nothing else. Yeah. So. That's that's like to me like when a producer like to me like what makes a great producer when it's like they have their sound and their sound is is like timeless you know what I'm saying yeah I they, think they've reached some whole other shit from a producer's perspective I mean everyone has a certain sound um, from what I've been listening to if they choose to go for it though yeah if they choose for that oh this is my sound yeah yeah. For me, when I make music or so, it's completely different every time. Sure, there is a certain motif, like the motif I've been realizing is, I love chords. I yeah. love nice, sweet melodies. Yeah. Or melodies that just work with that style. Yeah. And so, like, even the drums are different every time. But from, but from an artist perspective, I still know it's your beat, though. Like, feel me, like, you're, like, it's different, but, like, the way you program your drums is not, like, you don't go from, like, trap drums to, like, pop drums to, like, Zulu drums. Like, feel me, like, like, your beats are different, like, all your, and that's one thing I really love about your production is that they're, the like, one beat won't sound like the different beat, but you, you do have a sound, though. You do have, to me... Like to me, feel me. Like I've so, I've listened to a lot of your beats. Um, so how you would you describe it then, or is there no way to describe? Nah, it? the way that I would describe your sound is yes, the um, the chords. Like I feel like you do have a um, like a love for like the the lushness, the the lush chords like that, and like your drums. It's you're like you're definitely a child of Jay Dilla to me, <laughs> like like some of them are um like off kilter and like sometimes be like yo why'd you place that there um not in a bad way just like i don't just in a way just like damn i don't think another producer would have put that there um and like it definitely to me is very much 
also like, but this, I think this comes to me because like, I also know you. Like if I didn't know you and I'll just listen to it, I feel like maybe I'll think something different, but it's also, it, it, I can tell that you're also like an actual drummer. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the, like the programming you put together. So, so yeah, yeah. So I think those definitely those two things, the like, kind of like the Jay Dilla off kilter drum programming with the, the lush chords and knowing that you were an EDM producer before a hip hop yeah. producer. So some of like the changes mm -hmm. and um, like the swells, I'm just like, okay, like I could tell like that, that little part right there, that's from the EDM shit. That's like that yeah, the EDM. That's from my past. Over. Yeah, <laughs> from the past. So, so I think definitely knowing you as a, as a person and knowing like your history definitely like helps out understand your style. Mm -hmm. But that's what I would think of I when think, I think of you. I think that brings to my next point or what makes a great producer mm -hmm. is knowing your artist and who you're working with if you're building with them. Yeah. And so, you know, like if it means getting to know where they came from and how they started or their entrances and their influences is a big deal yeah. in my opinion. I, th I think it definitely helps out. Yeah. Definitely, definitely helps out. It's like especially I think what you said, majors. Like especially when you're, when you're um, coming up with the artist because it's like you guys are finding your guys' sound, um, kind of collectively, mm -hmm. and it's like not not that that will mm -hmm. always be the artist and the producer sound, but like you guys are collectively. Um, I'm trying to think of a um, a production like. Um, uh, Guru and Premier, Gangstar, mm -hmm. like, I mean, like, and like, DJ Premier's like production is DJ Premier. That's the person yeah. I think about. It's you like, can recognize. Yeah, I feel like even like feel me when D when DJ Premier worked with Drake, he didn't change. It's like, oh, this is what Drake wants. He's like, nah, this is this is DJ Premier. You go, you ask DJ Premier for Whether a beat, you, like you know what you gonna get. It's probably gonna have some scratches in the middle, you know, for the hook. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, then Kanye. Have a couple beats by him too. Probably, I can't. I I'm think just, I'm just assuming yes. I feel like he's yeah. worked with like every person. Like person who could really rap. I'm just like DJ Premier probably worked with him. Yeah. But um, so when I so but when him and Guru like and this is something like like thinking out loud. It's just like it's so hard for me to imagine because it's what happened before my time. So I'm so used to DJ Premier as being such a a sound of New York. But, like, when they were probably first coming up together, like, that's, like, the sound that they had. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I'm assuming that there probably weren't other people in New York that sounded like fucking Gangstar. Like, it's like, this mm -hmm. is what we sound like. So. Would you say Run the Jewels is in that category, too? I would say Run the Jewels, you know what I'm saying? I think the best example for me is, um outcast and organized noise mm, like yeah. they're like those like their first three albums like all produced by organized noise had a, like a certain flavor to it but then when they didn't work with them so much like you listen to um stankonia and you listen to um the love below and uh yeah what's the, i always get i forget the, the name speaker it, speaker box, box and the love yeah. below like those albums have a different sound than those first three albums so it's just like so which would you count gnarles barkley as a duo too, that's CeeLo Green and yeah, Danger I, Mouse. Yeah, Danger Mouse. But see, with with that, it's a little different because yes, they are a duo. But I guess even run the duels, even run the duels. Like I guess I technically wouldn't put them in this category because it's like 
when those two groups got together, I feel like they already have a sound. You know what I'm saying? Like I I sound like this. You know what I'm saying? And I and I produce like this. So like let's come together to kind of like find a new sound sometimes. But like mm-hmm. with Outkast, um, it was like yo, like here are these new rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't they haven't rapped on really other people's productions like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you listen to Organized Noise, like you know the song um, Waterfalls. Ain't no chasing waterfalls. They produced that. Yeah. That song is nothing like Stankonia. You know what I'm sorry, um Southern Southern Catalytic Play. That, that's a I can't I can't fucking remember um I'm fucking that up right now, but like that's totally different vibes. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like we can do this, but with Outcast, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. So I think that is like it's super crucial, like when you're when you're up when you're on the up and up. So I'm gonna flip that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you think makes a great artist? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. So, artistry. Yeah. Being able, first off, to respect a lot of the different genres that is outside of your own. Yeah. And actually do delving in into it. Yeah. Like, if you have an interest in, like, folk... Yeah, you know, for which example, would be hard. which is hard. A rap folk album that shit would be fire. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it's a crazy fire. concept. But yeah. who's done it before? Exactly. That's where you wonder. It's like it also gives you opportunity to claim that. So yeah, to claim that area, to claim that or space. Rap, K-pop, which is K-rap, yeah, K, you know, hip-hop, but dwelling into different genres is a great idea also to get creativity, which helps the artist as well. Yeah. You know, be more, I guess, um, I guess diverse. Yeah. I think, I think the diversity and the, the willingness to experiment to personally for me is, Mm -hmm. is super crucial. Like, like not having the, the, uh, like basically not giving a fuck what people think, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I can't like I would love to sit down with Jay Z and be like, yo, like what was your like when you thought to work with Lincoln Park, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like like was it just be like, yo, I really like Lincoln Park. Let's just do this, you know what I'm saying? Or did he think like cause I feel like there I mean, to me Jay Z is such a boss that I don't I don't the what I'm about to say I can't think of that thought running through his head, but I know he's a human also, but like kind of thinking like maybe people are not gonna fuck with this. You know what I'm saying? Which is probably, I feel like, would be a natural thought because it's like, yo, it's like, I mean, now I now it's like, we're so far removed from it. It's just like, I love that. So, so many people love that album, but before, there wasn't no, like, no collaboration like that and to do a whole album like that. So, I feel like it would have been natural to be like, you know what? Some people are not going to like this. Some people who are Jay-Z fans of my previous work are probably not going to like this. But I don't care about that. Because I'm, I'm Jay Z and I like Lincoln Park and we're gonna do this because to me it's going to be dope. Yeah. So it's like when artists can can like mm-hmm. I like I know this might piss off my fans, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Mm-hmm. That to me that's like See, yeah, that's for me, that's great. Yeah. That's great to have. Like I, I don't know if you would consider this an example too, but Kendrick, of course. When, oh, with the butterfly. Yeah, yeah. When he went from Good Kid, Mad City, which is like straight, straight, straight a rap, a straight, straight a rap, rap project. Yeah. To to Pimp a Butterfly, which is my favorite album yeah. of all time. 
it's, it's because one of my the shit. mixture of rap, poetry, spoken word, jazz, yeah. soul, yeah, sampling, yeah. trap, it's all into one. Yeah, and it's an in one, in my opinion, quintessential like album for me. Yeah, that yeah. I would want to make. It's it's definitely up there. Like my favorite, part of my favorite two hip hop albums would probably have to be Timber Butterfly and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, like to me, those great are, albums. Yeah, those are like if you like, you could make some shit as good as those two, mm-hmm. then you you golden. Um, Nah, I can't even lie. I probably got to throw a Jay Z album. Up I was gonna too, say, like, yeah. I, I'm like, yeah, no. I'm Did talking, you like four four four? I love four four four. But thing is, just like, I, 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 like for that, I have to really think about which Jay Z album is like my favorite, and it's Blue probably Black. in between Black American Gangster and the Black Album. Black Album, yeah. So it, good. It's in between one of those two albums. I can't on the spot right now. I could not think about which one of those is more my favorite. Yeah. But um, yeah. Now that the the, the September, whatever, and I, I, I feel like I've seen interviews of him kind of talking about that same thing of just being like, maybe my fan base is not gonna like this album. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And yeah, when you could, when you could put that aside mentally and just be like, but this is what I like. Because at the mm-hmm. same time, and this is this is this is me speaking from totally not experience because I'm like I'm a, a, a lower level artist. Yeah, you but can like. I feel like music, like you're putting out, almost like that's what kind of got you to that place. You know what I'm saying? Making music that you like. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, if he really likes Section 80, then he put it out. You know what I'm saying? Which is like, that's a good I, yeah, it's a good oh, album. So it's just like, I like Section 80. I like Good Kid and Mad City. But as humans, our tastes change. So it's just like, well, now I like this. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I feel like it is kind of natural to be like, well, maybe the people who fuck with me aren't going to like this. But at the same time, you liking what you like has put you there in the position. So it's like you really got to trust. It helped develop yeah. you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I it, think uh, that's for artists when they listen to you know, the music that they like. And then they're making music already for the public yeah. and such. What you like you know, will come out of you yeah or so in terms of you know whether you're rapping on a track and the way you rap yeah on beats or the way you produce yeah you know, for me like i've been realizing yes vadilla yeah uh anything jazz because i was around a lot of jazz cats when i was doing my degree and then you know electronic yeah. you know elements you know, putting from different artists, electronic artists, from different subgenres of EDM. Yeah. And so that's, I guess, the ingredients to my sound. Yeah. And so. I'm a, I'm a, in not in this, but we're like. In this section. Uh, yeah, in this <laughs> section with like a, like a, a, a quote I heard, like, I was watching this interview. I mean, like, anybody who knows me, like, I love watching artists in these interviews. It's like my favorite shit. But like, I have um, to do that more. yeah, it's it's it so help me. It's even. so fun. Um, I was, I think I can't remember. I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. I think it was a GQ interview, but it really doesn't matter who was doing the interview. No, I think it was a Vice actually. Um, it was um, Two Chains talking to Kehlani, and mm. it was right before Kehlani's debut album came out. And Kehlani asked Two Chains like, "Yo, I'm trying to figure out 
what I should do for my next album. You know what I'm saying? It's my debut album. Like, you know, like it's a lot of pressure. You know, your debut album. You know what I'm saying? Two Chains told her, he was like, don't change absolutely anything. Do exactly the same thing that got you here in the first place. Because uh-huh. that's what people are going to fuck with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You don't have to be like, this is my debut album. Now I got to change. You'd be like, no, let me double down on what's actually been working. So yeah. I like, I, I love that. That's definitely like, I want to be able to carry that or so with, you know, whoever I work with and whatever albums I produce yeah, and such with the bunch of artists. But those beats will be the ones that I want on that album want to be able to share yeah and such and so yeah pretty it's, much it's, it's a process it's a process it's you know a process you know what I'm saying? long run long term so what do you feel like i mean i funny we even kind of talked about this earlier what do you feel like you need um to learn most about the music industry there's so many different facets oh gosh yeah, fat facets facets what do you what do you feel like is the one thing that you're like man like, i wish i knew more about this oh and this is simple and this should be for every single producer or any artist is the business part of it dog be more specific like marketing <laughs> like, like i'm just like what you what do i want to know more about, more like about the music business like more the, the business marketing part. and the branding yeah like you know being able to push it like how much work is to put in it like mm-hmm. the schedule like for me right now currently you know because i'm not going to be going to school yeah like for probably a while if not ever after. ever because now i've set myself up to just you know have like regular work that pays but then on the side right now treat my music now be able to concentrate have more concentration on branding and marketing my mm-hmm. music um, to get to the long-term goal that I want. Right, right. So we had a little discussion before we hit record here where I think the one culprit right now that is keeping me, um, you know, stuck, and I've been feeling this for the past couple weeks, yeah. is finding a way to get to that long-term through short-term goals. Yeah. And I don't know, like, where to start. And that's going to be on me where, you know, I have to figure out, you know, what works. Yeah. Like, what's getting people's attention and such. You know, what social medias and such are the most important to reach people. And I've been seeing, for example, Instagram, Twitter. I use one of those consistently where I should be doing both. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely... Because everybody's on all the platforms. Not everybody's on all the platforms, but everybody's not on all the platforms. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I feel like it's almost like leaving money on the table if like you're promoting on Instagram, but not on Twitter, and not on Twitter, and not on Mm -hmm. Facebook. So... It's definitely like a challenge. Like it's definitely not something like I've mastered either. Like I like I put most of my energy into Instagram and Twitter, mm-hmm. but I know I'm slacking on Facebook. That's mm-hmm. one thing. It's like, and I've I, I I a part of my brain keeps telling me it's like people don't use Facebook, and I'm just like, but look at the stats though. Like there's a lot of people on Facebook. Billions you, of people. Billions of people. So it's like, don't be like people aren't using Facebook. It's just like, no, they are. 
They are. They don't are. don't lie to yourself, dog. <laughs> so I have to do that too. But I connect my my Instagram to Facebook and Twitter. But yeah, but here, like my thing is with that is that like each one of the posts. You ever you, here, like have you ever posted on Instagram, connected it to Twitter, and then went on Twitter and seen what that post looks like? I have actually. It's it's not very it's Twitter not the, friendly. It's not Twitter friendly. Yeah, so it's like it's cute that you can do all that stuff, but each one of the different, I feel like you got to treat them all different. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you're having three kids and expecting them all to like the same food, it's like nah, like you got to give this one a sandwich, that one do like whatever. So that's when that's what. So like I used to do that, but that's why I feel like I kind of stopped doing that because I feel like it wasn't. It didn't look native to like the other platforms, and it's, so it was just like, nah. And then here, like, check this: when you're on Twitter, how many posts do you see look like that? Like, how many posts do you see people doing the Instagram connecting to Twitter? None. Not most likely none. None. So. Yeah, so that's what I'm. <laughs> so it's like, I'm. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah, so it's like it's it's tough. It's it tough because it takes a lot of time. But and that's where you have to make time for that. Yeah. And really just, you know, figure out a block, which I'm trying to do and, you know, block out certain, you know, even if it's like 2 hours out mm. of your day. You know, treat it almost like a business. You're running a business. It's a job. Yeah, and it, and it definitely like, is. Don't don't treat it like a business. Treat it because it is a business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is yeah, it uh, is. You know what I'm saying? Not like, not not like. No, yeah. it it is a business. Um, because this is what you want to like. I mean, it's I'm speaking for myself, but I, I believe you want the same thing. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, you do do want this to be your your um, career. Yeah, your career. You know what I'm saying? And it's like this. This is. And everyone starts it is a business. From somewhere. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. So as long as, as long as you start recognizing that this is a business, then I was like, okay, well, what do I need to do for a business to be successful and figuring out those things? That's that's just kind of what I tell myself. But yeah, branding and marketing, like the networking part, just go to like networking events. Yeah. And you know, meet people. But branding and marketing, I think, is the most important thing I'm trying to focus on now. Because I have the creativity. Yeah. I can do the beats. Locked. Can verify just, that. It's just now marketing that creativity to yeah. other people that want that creativity yeah, in so your you, music. Yeah, so you can like sell beats and like get it with other people. It's like that. Exactly. Yeah, like, and, and that's probably not... I like I don't like speaking for everybody, you know what I'm saying? I just be l- looking at stuff and making assumptions, but I would assume that what you're going through is is felt by a lot of other producers and artists, you know I what I'm saying? So, like yeah. I, like I'm, I I can, yeah. I think is a big thing too where I'm trying to get out of that get out of my comfort zone and jumping. You yeah. know how like for example, this is a weird analogy. But I thought about it just now in these. It's past only five weird seconds. if you say it. Say it's weird. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Is you're on a high dive. Yeah. At a pool, like a pool center or so. Yeah. Down in that pool. Yeah. Is like a water. Is water, of course. Yeah. Hopefully. And, 
So the water represents all the opportunities that could happen. Right. That. that I know. High dive. Yeah. That giant, you know, ladder, is all the work you put into your creativity. Yeah. Individual is yourself. Yeah. You know, and as you go down, the air is all the you know. <laughs> this is weird. Is I'm telling I'm, you, I'm not. I'm waiting to hear what the air. Cause I need. I need. So the air. Yeah, I'm waiting for the air. Like, what is the, the air? Air is willing to give that creativity to others and trust. Yeah. And the trust. The gravity is the trust. Yeah. <laughs> Good old gravity. I know. <laughs> yeah. No. The, no. I like the way you explained it because it's like. Um. Fuck. I really like the way you explained it because it's like because it makes it so simple. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, that's everything that you can achieve, mm-hmm. but the the only thing that's stopping you from achieving all that is, is you yourself. putting, yeah, you're, yourself, and you're you not willing to jump. You know, in this situation, like literally jump, and but put yourself in those opportunities. Put your put yourself in the position to do that kind of stuff. And I feel like I've been on this damn like little yeah springboard thing, yeah, just... for the longest time for the past shit like five years. Yeah. But yeah, yeah but I mean, it's, but the, it's also, I don't know how this relates to the the analogy that you have, but it's also, how do you say? I guess like the 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 higher the ladder gets, the bigger the pool gets. And the way that I relate that is that like, the more that you're working on your craft, the bigger the opportunities. You know what I'm saying? I feel you, that too. Yeah, because you could be because at the same time, you can you can be like networking your ass off. But if it's your first year producing and your oh, beats aren't that fire, then it's, it's like be... it's like you, it's like a kiddie pool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like yeah, you have opportunities. People will rap on your beats, but you can't you can't do as much as a rapper. I mean, a producer who's been in the game for five years, seven years, ten years. This you know is going saying? into my ninth year. Yeah, of yeah. Just like building this ladder. Yeah, building this ladder of you know creativity and skill. But it, but at the same time, it makes it almost like tougher at the same time because the same time if you went if you went like another nine years because me because when i think about it the ladder gets higher every year every 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 time you get better so it's like at the same time you can you could be say say you're a bedroom producer who's been making beats for 20 years but never jumped in the pool now Mm. the springboard is so motherfucking high it's gonna be a long it's like it's like it's like bro like it's almost like I feel like it'd be kind of like scary or like, fuck, like, should I jump? I'm going into my 10th year next year. Yeah, you just got to jump. And I want to jump now. Yeah, you just got to jump. I need to jump now. And so I'm like, if you were to ask me where I was at the springboard. Yeah. A couple of years ago before you started, you know, when we first met and such, he was always like pushing me. I'd be hella pushing. He's been pushing me still. I'm trying to fucking drag him into success. By his no, clothes. he's probably up there with me. I put damn near, like, damn, push damn near me. pushing him. <laughs> like to a this, point this is unsafe, I'm... bro. I don't care. Jump. <laughs> You'll make it. <laughs> so, if you were asking me, I'm right there. Yeah, like right at the edge. Because I looking know down. I have the drop. Yeah, looking down. Yeah, like I'm, I'm high because, up. <laughs> because I guess, you know. Elmine was talking about in the latest Black Cam. Mm-hmm. Go subscribe to him first off on YouTube. Yeah. Great stuff. Oh, he was talking about putting things into the universe. Yeah. And I truly believe this. And my dad has talked to me about this too. Yeah. Is if you put a certain vibe out there, it's going to happen. 
Facts. Plus or negative. Yeah. You know. In, a, in addition, if you are putting the work into it. That too. Yeah. If you're putting the work towards that belief. Yeah. Oh, what's going to happen? Yeah. It might not happen in a day or a month or a year or two years, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Like my, um, I, I'm, one of my favorite books is this book called, um, The Secret. And it's like, I feel like a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I feel like I hear people kind of shit on The Secret nowadays. But like, cause people are like, bro, like, um, if you just, if you just mentally hold space for something and you just believe that it's going to happen, then it's like, it's going to happen. Like, that's kind of like what people talk about, like the secret being, mm-hmm. but it's like, to me, the secret isn't like about that. Like it's, it's, it says, it says, um, ask, believe, and then receive. So I feel like a lot of people get on the secret with just the asking part, like, but the believing part, that's where it's like the major, major part in, in it is. You and leave, so like, leave it and let it simmer. Yeah, leave it, but also no, but also putting in the actions, like so, like if there's one story in the um, in the in the book The Secret, right, where I think it's the um, the because they they made a film to go with The Secret, and like the the sister of the filmmaker, she wanted to come to the U- the states to help out with the movie, mm-hmm. but she was in Australia, and so she was just like, bro, like I want to go to the U, I want to go to the states and like work on this film and da da da, and she was holding the asking part in her brain. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go to yeah. the States. I'm going to go to the States. Da, 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 da. But she, but the, the, um, the, the, her sister was just like, but what are you doing to actively like put into the universe that you're coming to the States? You know what I'm saying? Like you still have, um, gym memberships, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like the universe isn't looking at you like, Oh yeah, she's really about to move to the States in two months when you still have a gym membership. You know what I'm saying? Like, you still have hella clothes. Your bags aren't packed. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So all that stuff is like, yeah, I hear you want to come to the States, but you're not, your your everyday activities is telling me I want to stay in Australia. So once mm, she shifted yeah. that perspective of just like, okay, you're right. I'm going to cancel my membership because I'm not going to the gym in Australia next month. Yeah. I have to get an, I have to get a gym membership in the States. Yes. So it's just like, once she actively started doing that, I feel like the universe is like, all right. Got you. Now you're going to the States. I can't remember how she actually ended up here, but hmm. that's that's like, for me, the major part that gets missed out of the secret, the asking and the believing of the believing so hard of just like, yeah, no, like, it's happening next month. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how, but I'm going to the States next month, so I got to cancel my shit. <laughs> yeah. It means, yeah. Enough said. So what do you, what do you think like upon learning it, so we know we talk about like there's still a lot of things we have left to learn, but we have learned some stuff. Um, wait, no, I never even answered the question myself. Um, what what's the biggest thing I think of? Like, shh, how was the question? What's again? the biggest thing? I have to that forget. Rappers... I'm like, what's the biggest? Thing? Yeah, I feel like I need to. What do I need to learn about the music motherfucking industry? Um, who's not fucking you up on contracts? Nah. Nah, I feel like I'm pretty good. Not pretty good with that. I just feel like I would... I can't say because that hasn't happened yet, but I feel like I would know how not to get fucked. Um, a part of it... A, my first part... My, my brain goes to the first answer of marketing. But it's... But the reason I have refrained on that question is because I don't have the cash to be putting into Facebook marketing right now. And so that's so that's like... 
a more of like I don't know about it because I haven't put in the work to learn about it. Um, but outside of that, I would say like the thing I would like to learn more about would probably be. I guess a little background. I'm. It's hard because it's like I because I, I have a certificate in music business, and mm-hmm. so I have like like at least like a baby grasp on like I feel like a lot of different concepts. But hmm. I feel like I feel like maybe like marketing and branding. I could I could do a little better on. Like I really I really like So both of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean which is it's funny. I think I think I read this thing where it's like 70% of artists signed to a record label for marketing and branding. So it's just like we're most artists. But like I really like how when Amine came out, it was so focused on yellow and banana. I really like that. Um So yeah. I think I think it's just I, yeah. So I think I think marketing and branding. It's, I think specifically mm. branding and being like yeah. And that's I think me too. yeah. I think for me, it's something that I really need to. Um, because if, if if you go back to our marketing episode, you know what I'm saying. He was very much talking about words like writing a list and being like, "These are my um. This is who I am, marketing wise and brand wise. Like if if if. It fucks me up, right? When I hear Gary Vee talk about um, when he's not on camera, that's not how he is. Because all I see him is on camera, you know what I'm saying, in podcasts. And I'm used to him being super, super hot on fire. So to me, for to me, to imagine that he's not like that for even like five, ten minutes kind of fucks me up, you know what I'm saying? But that's branding. That's mm-hmm. part of his brand for his his it's that's that's who he is as a person for for that and it's not like he's faking it that's who he is but that's for his brand that's that's how he is you know i think about will smith too like when Uh i see will smith i think of a super positive like on fire person you know i'm saying i don't think of will smith being sad but i know that will smith is a human so Uh i know that he has to get sad eventually you know what i'm saying but it's not part of his brand so that's one thing because i because I, I feel like i get on social media and i just be like fuck it it's i'm just doing whatever right now you know what i'm saying i'm gonna talk about this right now i'm gonna talk about this right now but i i feel like i want to get better especially on twitter whereas i feel like not be putting out and this is where i kind of go back and forth and just like i just be kind of like I do. I kind of do positive shit. Sometimes I just be talking shit. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Just be I've like, seen them. yeah, just to be like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? This is how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like to like this shit is, this shit is kind of like. Sometimes I think shit is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And I just be commenting on that. But I'd be like, is that bringing value to people? You know what I I'm think... saying? Just be talking shit. <laughs> you know what's funny? What? Um, so the artist that I work with down in LA. I actually was texting her the other day Yeah. about, you know, how do I brand or market more so. Yeah, yeah. Especially on, because she gets money through uh, Insta, Twitter. Like she's a brand sponsorship? No, she just, she's able to, let me check, because I have the conversation still. Mm Um. She gets a lot of her money through commissions because she does a lot of 
like DMs and such for her paints, painting and custom like apparel, like paintings. Oh, okay. So she's so she's selling stuff through the platform. Yes. Okay. And she has a website. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And so, like, content and everything. She also, if you heard, it's like a competitor against TikTok, like Triller. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. Yeah, she has like hundred thousands of views. Yeah. Off of that, so she's getting probably monetization from there too, or just Man. having views. Yeah. And so I'm trying to find. Yeah, and then just uh, bookings for gigs when she does her music. Mm-hmm. And so there's that. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's one thing I definitely need to work on is like figuring out how to make an income. Like, like what am I going to do? Because I know the, like, how you say, like, the, the point blank way is like go out, do a show, get money from shows, get merch, sell merch. But then I'm like, eh, we in 2019. There's so many other ways. To make money, like I'm not gonna count on streaming. Streaming is fugazi money, but um, but just figuring out what do I want to do to make money, but then uh, but then also not going like too outside of myself at the same time, like not doing something just to make money, doing something that I really like, making money through that enough to pay my bills so that's like the main thing that's not really like a music I get, that's kind of a music industry thing but just figuring out what because we, how, how earlier we were talking about like making beats and like making sample packs like feel me like i feel like i could start doing that but I it's too yeah but it's like am i going to get as much joy make sitting and making like spending like eight hours making sample packs as much as I am spending like eight hours writing songs and recording. So it's just like, for me, I personally know, like I love, I do love playing guitar. It's so fucking fun. But I know if, it, if I had the choice between the two to spend eight hours um, making sample packs and, re- and playing guitar, I'd much rather write songs. You know what I'm saying? If anything, I'd much rather write a song on guitar. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So figuring out, okay, if that's what I really like to do, make songs, how do I monetize that? Is it, do, um, and a part of me kind of knows, I mean, but it's just more so like putting in the work to like actually, actually know. It's just like, okay, like, yeah, like I, I can make $10,000 off licensing music or $5,000 off licensing music. And at the same time, I can get the, the, the um, if I write a song, I could take the beat out and just sell the acapella Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just figuring out, okay, like what do I want to do? What at what what revenue income streams I can make from just recording music? Because I'm not I'm not about to sit here fucking six hours a day just making beats. I know that's not me. Like it's just it's just not in my blood right now. One day maybe. Yeah. But not today. Not today. not today nor tomorrow. Baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, if that's something that I want to do, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But so just just figuring all that stuff out. You got options. I've got options. It's, I, hey, yo, I think that's the hardest shit, bro. Because yeah. there's options, dog. It's just like, bro. If it was, if someone literally walked up and was just like, yo, if you just, if you just, if you sit here and record a song 
and every day that you finish your song, I'm gonna give you one hundred dollars. I'd be like, okay, well, there's seven days in a week, seven hundred dollars. You know, that's fourteen. That's twenty eight hundred dollars a month. I could do that. You know what I'm saying? But because there's no like guarantee of just like, yo, when you finish this song, I'm gonna give you one hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, fuck. Or maybe I should do this to make a little money. Maybe I should do plus this to make a money. Yeah, plus taxes. So it's like, it'd be like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> my question is, yeah, if you are really serious to do this. Should you get a business license for this? For sure. Should you get a business license? In my personal opinion, for when you expenses, when, when you have the money to get a business license, like I think getting a business license, I think is like six hundred dollars. Hmm. I want. I thought it was way cheaper than that. Well, we'll look. It yeah, up. we'll look it up. We'll look it up. Feel me, but so if if it's only like. So I know I think because there's two different things. I think you just, I think maybe you're talking about is registering yourself as a fictional name. I think that's cheaper. But I want to say getting a business license. I want to say is a few hundred dollars. I want to say me and Wes were looking into. It. I looked into it a couple of times. But if it is true, right? Say so let's just say it's five hundred dollars. Should you get it your first year? No. no, unless unless you're making three thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like you know I'm but and if if getting a business license is going to put you in the red even deeper, then no, I don't think so. But if you're making $12,000 a year off music or even $5,000 a year off music, then, then yeah. yeah, I think you should get that business license. So I do think it's important, but I don't think it's as important as Song People Maker. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so now that I've kind of answered the, my, the, the question on my side, um... So now I'm gonna get back to it. Since again, since we've learned some shit, you know what I'm saying? We ain't totally green, you know what I'm saying? What about the music industry that you've learned? Because you also ha have taken some music commer um, commercial music classes at the same time. Mm -hmm. What about the music industry surprised you the most upon learning it? Man, this is some really good questions you're pointing out here. I, know. I came up with them quick. Repeat it one more time. What upon learning it? What surprised you the most about the music industry? The process of releasing music. And, and what, what about like, it? Just like before it goes on air to like radio stations. So like distribution? Like, distribution, yeah. That's I would what, say yeah. Like how that all plays out in such, such complex. And then... But, qu but question, because... I think also credits, like giving credits or so, finding the right publishing company is another thing. Yeah. Okay. I can hear you on the publishing side. Because distribution, I'm just like, if it was the 90s, I could hear you. Yeah. But I'm like, distribution now is just like. It's easy as. Yeah. You sign up for DistroKid. I just signed. I did it on a Muse, which. It's free, but it took a long time. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I, yeah. for, I forgot I uploaded birds. They literally sent me an email. They were like, hey, you're live. And I was just like, oh, shit, I forgot. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's why distro kid, yeah, man. Distro hey, but if you're on a budget, though, Amuse. That, it's well, free. Yeah, Amuse it's free. Good. But, um, so shout out, you know what I'm saying? So, you you know what I'm saying? You ain't got no money. You're saying to go to Amuse. It's free. Amuse. Yeah. And, you know, birds got samples in it. So, 
you know, yeah, they, 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 let, they let it fly. So they it's good. It Literally, they let it fly. It's a bird song. <laughs> Dude, my, oh my God. My, my band that I'm with, is they be like, to, they be doing like so many dad jokes. It's starting to like no. creep up on me. Oh, it's, no. it's, Cause it's like, I secretly love dad jokes. I, 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 they're just, cause there's like almost like how simplistic they are. And it's just like, I can't believe you just said that. I tried to do dad jokes with my girlfriend and she just gives me this face. Yeah. Most people hate them. Most people do not like, it doesn't matter if they're funny or not. But she does that too to me. Yeah. And I do the same thing. She's like, What? It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> dad like, jokes are... It just has to be the really good dad joke to make me laugh and shake my head at the same time. Yeah. I, to make me like it. It'd be, it'd be so funny. Um, so what about the music industry surprised me the most? Contracts. Oh, that's another thing Contracts, too. Yeah. Like, like, and how... To spot a good one. But, yeah, how to spot a good one, but almost, like, one size doesn't fit all. And how some record labels try to do the one size fit all. And how, like, it, like the record contract can have so many different nuances. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many different things to to look for in a record contract. Like, um, um, like for example... Who has the creative control? I think that's what, that's the thing I think most artists think about nowadays: the creative control. But also, um, what does it technically mean to hand in a record? You know what I'm mm. saying? Is me handing in the record literally when I hand it to you, or is it a month after I hand it to you? You know what I'm saying? And learning in like who's handing you the record contract? You know what I'm saying? Like a, a contract from American Idol is a lot different from a contract from Death Jam. And that's a lot different from a contract that Cinematic might give you. So it's just like, there's a learning how like all record contracts are not equal. Um, Non-exclusive and exclusive rights too. That's what I'm saying. All those little, little tiny things, I think really, really like surprised me. Like I knew, and I went into this not wanting to sign a record contract, but... It's funny. I went into the class not wanting to sign a record contract. Came out of the class being like, "Okay, I, I can get down with a record contract," knowing that what to look for. Yeah, knowing what to look for, and that if you can get a you can get a good contract if you have the right leverage. I think because we were in the same class together. Yeah. When our professor um, gave us examples of contracts, yeah. which ones like a. This is pretty good. To wow, this is very disorganized and Oof. like they want this much. Or just sometimes it being so short. Like for me, he showed us like yeah. one page contracts. That's like, so bad. and I sorry, let me just explain that one time. Hold on, because if you don't know record contracts, some people I feel like some people might be like, oh, what's wrong with a one page contract? Like, go ahead. And there's, explain. there's, yeah, there's so many details into the record contract that it can't be summarized in one page it's just literally impossible like there's there's some there's some contracts that like talk about the whole page of just of just the distribution maybe or the marketing and stuff like that and how we're gonna like the likeness so it's just like you can't have all that in one contract it's just it's just too big it's just too big yeah so definitely 
have a lawyer. I think Probably hopefully that's lawyer. kind of standard knowledge nowadays. Oh yeah. But um for any business. Yeah, if you're if yeah, really yeah, you're right. In any business, if you're going to sign a contract, then you should definitely Be have a lawyer because there's so many some contracts have like a glossary at the end to be like when when we say this we mean this like it's and it's like when we say it like this we mean this it's just like so have a lawyer please like that's just it's oh, just yeah. it's just super cru- super crucial um man I, yeah, it's so funny that like our our conversations must have been in my head when we had when I when I wrote these questions down um so you kind of talked about earlier as far as like mixing stuff like that but from your perspective in 2019 because in the the answer in 2019 is a lot different than the answer in 1970. Mm-hmm. To you, in 2019, what does a producer do? Could you like expand no. on no? No. To you, what does a producer do and what is their job? Oh, I see what you're doing now with this is the definition of the word producer, right? Just like what are they now yeah. considered? Yeah, like what like what are they supposed to do? Like what is their job? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like what to you, like what does a good producer do in two thousand nineteen? For me in my eyes mm-hmm. is a facilitator in a way. Because in terms of the music, like mm-hmm. instrumental and the placement of everything yeah to sonically how it sounds mixing to the artist that is singing or rapping on part of it yeah and where they want them to be on the record when you you say they went them any any anyone No, no who's they the rapper or the songwriter or singer so you're saying that the way that the singer wants to be on the track? Or what are you yeah, saying? Yeah, like chorus or verses. Oh, or okay, okay. what part of the song they'll be coming in. Okay, okay, I get um, it. Um, yeah, because we had a conversation about that. Like, how, how do you define a producer? Because in recording um, terms... It's the guy that is in charge of the whole session. Yeah. Making sure, okay, is the engineer, engineer one and two good? Are the performers mic checked? Yeah. And everything. Okay, where are my cable guys? Yeah. No. In that term, in like, I guess. It's like, that's like the old school producer. Old school way of thinking. That's what a music producer is. Yeah. But now with technology these days, you're able to consider yourself a producer. And and then also engineer. But I think engineer is more specifically the scientist of the whole like project. Mm-hmm. Where it's just they're focused on making sure that song sounds amazing. Yeah. On anything. Yeah. From your phone speakers to AirPods to studio quality headphones to, you know, $50 speakers 
to studio monitors or mastering. That's their job. Yeah, to me, that's when I think that's that is what I think about when I define a producer over just a beat maker. Like, there's mm-hmm. no shade on beat makers. Oh like, there's, no, there's yeah. people who make amazing ass beats, but when you can take that to the next level of being like, okay, let me, let me, let me make the beat, but then let me also find artists to even get on the beat. And then and once I record, yeah, I'm a, I might mix it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might even give um, a little vocal technique. You know what I'm saying? I might have to be their therapist to talk to them for a little bit to get some shit off their chest so they can give Swiss their best vocal performance. Yeah, Swiss, yeah. That's some, so when I when I think of producing, and I think it is, I think it's due to technology, but then also finances. In the yeah. 1970s, you could have two cable guys, an engineer, an A and R. You know what I'm saying? Now it's just like uh, inflation. Yeah, it was, what inflation? I think also the technology. Yeah, is you know really amped up. Yeah, it makes it makes everything more accessible. Like yeah. like you can do all 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 of those things, you know what I'm saying in a in a laptop. So yeah, it's so like accessible. Yeah, we're blessed to be in this generation. Like I I, yeah. I think about the times when they were like when they first talked about a home studio and people laughed at the idea. Like ha, you'll n- like look at all this stuff. You'll never be able to have a home studio. Look at how big this board is and how expensive this microphone is. Decades so like that. later. Decades later, it's just like, bruh, 25 key. What's good? <laughs> 25 key MIDI controller, dog. I'm out here. Like, <laughs> For real. Like, but I will say this. The old school like gear is much superior in ways in oh, terms yeah. of what you're looking for if you're looking for authenticity. Oh yeah, 100%. Beyonce doesn't record in a home studio. I, I highly doubt that. Abbey Road. Hi- yeah. Like, no, like, so, I mean, yeah, no. So in you're, general. Yeah, no, so it's like, when you're talking about quality of sound, then yeah, yeah, no, I don't... You go for analog. Yeah, I, I don't think that you can... I wouldn't say go for analog because I still feel like there's probably a lot of people putting out amazing records who don't use analog. But as a person who is a bigger fan of analog, I that to me that's that's how you say justify the the because because one it is if you do want to go into a studio right now with all the analog gear, it's gonna cost you a pretty penny. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but to me that is. Again, personally speaking, that is the justification of going into a studio and not recording in um in my house. You know what I'm saying? Which I do record in my house, but I re- um I yeah, yeah. Was, it's, you know, it's it's, it's the times you got to. Re- it's either you record in your house, or you don't put music out. Yeah, so it's like, but you gotta but, find a way. Yeah, find a way. But you know, when you do, when I get when I feel like when finances aren't the issue, then I do feel like, bro, like you can't. You can't, you can't beat that, bro. Like the, like the stuff that's that's there, and it's like, and, yeah. And I think there are really good plugins, yeah, um, out there. And we learned, you know, you know the difference between analog and digital, and what are the pros and cons of it. Yeah. Um, but it's just a mixture, and it's also subjective. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, 
I can't wait to get on, learn like really learn how to use some analog shit. In analog movie. is fun. Very uh, very fun. So this this is this is this is a question for like. It's for a producer. It's a, it's a producer question, but it comes from like an artist perspective of what do you think is the best way to find like as an artist to find local producers. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was in Seattle, and I was just like, bro, like, I want to link up with some producers in my town, what do you think would be the best way to go about that? Um, let's see. I think online, first off, if you are looking for the easiest. If you're looking for in town, right? Yeah, local, in town. Shoot. Um, for me, networking events that are nearby your city. Like, what kind of networking events? Like music expos. Like when we went to SF Expo. Mm -hmm. That was like one of our first big networking events we went to. Together. Together. Yeah. And we were able to meet rappers and producers. Yeah. Or and, even and, and, and just instrumentalists. Yeah. Yeah. We were able to. And that's a, a suggestion as well as social media, because social media is so big. Yeah. Especially, like, hashtags. Hashtagging and looking through there yeah. is is a major key, too. I just feel like with the, the internet, with the local, it's... I think It's a local, little harder. It's a little harder, because it's like, I don't... I feel I don't know. I guess I guess like I maybe because I haven't like totally tried this. I have I never went onto Instagram and typed in Sacramento like like but Sacramento producers. I I type Sacramento, but when I type Sacramento, I don't see producers. I see about just people in Sacramento. So and then similar, I could find like rappers like that. But then sometimes the rappers aren't like that's something I kind of hate about Instagram. Sometimes like some people be tagging Sacramento. And they're not even in SAC. Like, they'd be in fucking, like, Germany or some shit. And I'd be like, why did you tag SAC? Like, I'm so confused. Like, but, I mean, I get it from the marketing standpoint, but it's just like, bro, like, you, you fucking with the results. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure yeah. out some real local shit. And you over here fucking I in think, Quebec. <laughs> I think um, open mics, because sometimes yeah. producers go out there yeah. to find talent yeah. in their hometown. I go to local concerts yeah. and venues that are hip hop related. Yeah, but definitely like the smaller concerts. Like I wouldn't, yes. I wouldn't yes, expect to find ones. a producer at like a Kendrick concert. No, like um, like, but like local hip hop local artists. artists that are doing shows. Yeah, that are like small, organized and such uh, groups or so. I think that's how I met like a couple of our hopefully upcoming guests yeah. that we'll have on here, you know, that's how I met them through those small events. Yeah. And, and like seeing them perform in person. Yeah. And I think, like you said, definitely, but see, but not see, but that's, you're switching it kind of, cause you're talking about finding local artists. I'm talking about finding local producers. Same thing with producers because sometimes like, you know, if there is a beat showcase, in their town, but my because I guess what I was gonna well, say, yeah, that too. yeah, if there beat is, you know, but like crazy. in fact, there's not a lot of beat showcases. The only beat showcase I've seen is the one that we had, so yeah. it's like, um, but going to these events and talking to people, I feel like it's major 
because I was like, for example, like I was at, I was at this event yesterday. You know, I was at an open air. I'm gonna just talk about um open air. It was an open air open mic. I love alliteration, so I like I love that name. But it was thrown by um. Damn, their Instagram is real love nine real love nine one six. But I feel like there's a like a bigger company that they're like, I'm attached I'll to. But I can't remember. To. I can't remember what it what it was attached to, but um. So it might just be Real Love 916. They also have a podcast. They're super dope. Um, but there was someone I was talking with. I was, I mean, I was talking to Nat. Um, and I was, I was kicking it with his friend. We were having a conversation. Like, the whole conversation, I know he was a producer. You know what I'm saying? We just kicking it, talking about, like, vegan food and all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? He was just like, yeah, like, you know, it's like I could have either been, like, Stayed at home and made beats all day, or I could have came out. Feel me? The whole conversation. I didn't know he was a producer until like the last fifteen minutes. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like this overall having conversations with people and just being like, you never know who's gonna be a producer. You know what I'm saying? Just like that could come. It's like, yeah, you know, I make beats. You know, on the side. You know what I'm saying? So okay, well, let, like, let me let me check you out. But going to events like that, and one thing I really like to do is go to events and talk to like talk to like the side people you know what i'm saying not, not right. like the side people but like the people not focused on like as focused you know what i'm saying like i went to the j electronica concert and i started talking to his dj you know what i'm saying like most people are like i guess like you're like fucking j electronica i went to talk to j electronica i was like yo the dj cool too though you know what I'm saying? Let me kick it, talk to him. Like at the Mick, the Mick Jenkins concert was like the best. Cause I talked to his bass player. You know what I'm saying? Like talked to like the whole band. I still got to talk to Mick too. Holy crap, you did? Yeah, I got to talk to Mick. Feel me? That was dude. That was awesome, bro. So he had a, he had a whole line, right? It was like yo, everybody could come up and talk to me. I was the very last person in line, and I was just <laughs> like yo, like good. Yeah, and I was like, bro, like you know, just like I'm just here, you know, like just. I don't even really, like, you know what to say with kind of teacher, because, like, I'm not a person to be like, yo, like, let you fucking Mick Jenkins. I'm not going to be like, oh, dog, work with me, da, da, da. I'm just like, bro, just, like, just, no, just, just, re- just yeah, just, t- yeah, and just, like, I was, I, honestly, I was just like, yo, just, like, I'm a rapper, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really, like, influenced me, like, you're like, you, I really like what you're saying, and it's like, yo, my name's No Love, just, almost kind of, like, just remember that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be on the up and up, so just, like, it's kind of, like, just remember me, but, but, Sitting there and talking with with all the other people, you know, I'm talking talk, talking to the opening acts like Carrie Foe and stuff like that. I think that's a really good opportunity because everybody everybody's a human, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like that's just because thing, they're not you know? the 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 main person everybody's looking at doesn't mean that that person wouldn't appreciate just a good conversation. So I think that's, major. that's something we all forget that you know these celebrities and artists and such that are high up yeah are just humans like us yeah like when Elmine came into the uh, the room mm-hmm. like adrenaline hit me cause he was like three feet away but then I cooled down like after three minutes yeah knowing that he's just a regular human being a regular dude just, just chilling like a villain wise. Yeah, just, you know what I'm saying? It knocked out his goals. <laughs> I mean, he probably, of course, he got more goals, but... Oh, yeah, he's got he's got a resume. Yeah, definitely a resume. <laughs> definitely a resume. Definitely. Definitely wanted to be like, oh, you did that and that and that? Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck with you. I'll fuck with you. And you mm-hmm. dope guy. Yeah. Um, 
I was about to ask the same question again. Man, I really be dying because like half these conversations we had kind of before, but not like deep into it. I just I, it's some good questions. I can't. It's good though. Yeah. Um, how important is collaboration? Yeah. Because that's something even you and I need to work on more. Because because yes. even, even Ilma we was just like, how that. often do you guys work together in the same room? And I was like, not that often. He's like, you guys should. And I was like, exactly. Yeah, you're right. We should. We should. Yeah. Like those. I think when starting off, I think it's not as important when you're trying to learn the basics and such. Yeah. You know, work on your craft. But when you start, you know, realizing mm-hmm. that it's progressing really well. Yeah. Then slowly reach out. Mm. Because collaborating will give you tips along the way with your production and your creativity what you can work on and you could probably learn from the artists that you collab with Mm -hmm. because then it helps with you know for example um i've had a couple artists in the past that i've worked with and currently working with They'll tell me adjectives mm. and then artist names. And they make me pretty much listen to certain examples because I ask them, okay, give me like songs that you know about them from them. Yeah. Um, and it helped me branch out with creativity. And then make some dope music with them or so and so yeah it is collaboration is very important but starting out you should be focused on your craft first but when you get you know a couple years on your belt yeah yes that is that is important because if you you know just stay Mm -hmm. in your home and such and not reach out to like artists it's kind of hard later in the in the process yeah that's so, so funny I unless feel like, you're specifically trying to be your own artist yeah it's so funny i i feel the opposite i feel like you should just fucking start collabing on day one fuck it mm-hmm. like for like and for me it's not because to me, it's more than just the sonics that you would create. But what I've noticed is that when I'm with someone who's just as hungry as I am, it like it pushes you. And so just collaborating and being in that same room, like like when I when I think of all like the major advances I've made as an artist, it's because I was with other people. Like when I first started, like. I mean, I was rapping in like junior high school and high school, stuff like that. But like when I really started taking it serious, I, I had met this other guy who was a, who was also a rapper who was like at the same I would say like um, rap level I was. Like I, when he raps, I didn't feel like man, like he got to keep working on it, bro. Like I'm at this level, and he got, so it's like, and that's about just like my ego and stuff like that, just shitting on other niggas and stuff like that. But when I met another rapper who I was like, fuck, like if we freestyle. He might bust out a better verse than me. You know what I'm saying? And so he was one of the first people like, I'm like, okay, let me get my shit better. And then 
when I was when I when I moved back to Sac and I and I moved um uh to South Sac and started working with Purple Lotus, it was like my first getting back on producing something like that. And it's like with me and Mars, it'd be like, yo, he make a track, make a track. So it's like we weren't collaborating on making beats so much, but it was just like but we were rapping on like all the beats. Like whether he made it or I made it, we would rap on him. And it was like he would make a beat and I'd be like, oh fuck. Now I want to make a beat to so go harder than his beat. So it's just like that that equal collaboration of just being like, yo, having someone to work with just to like push you to take your shit even further. So that's why I'm like on the edge of just like, bro, like as okay. soon as you could find someone who you vibe with as a human being, work together. You know, work together because like it doesn't yeah. like you and I have never worked on it. We we halfway worked on one beat together. That's it. And I, all I did was change the way that you sampled something. But you and I have never worked on a beat together. But at the same time, we don't like we still push each other. So yeah. that's why I'm like, nah. Like soon as you, soon as you can find someone who's just like, who 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 you can vibe with. Start collaborating. Fuck collaborating it. like crazy. Just collaborating like crazy, bro. Cause like, and this is this is one thing. No I'm matter tr- the distance. No matter that. No matter that. What do you mean? So what if he had a collaborator that you fuck with and they fuck with you? Yeah. And they're like, you know, in a different city, like eight hours away. Internet. Just the internet. Is that still good? Do, internet. You know, I, I, in my opinion, I think it is. I think if you can have someone in your hometown. I think it's better, yeah. but if you but if if that's the closest that you find, you know what I'm saying, where it's just like, yo, me and him are gonna collaborate all the time, and he lives in New York, and you live in California. I don't think that should stop you, but no, nah, I really think I do, I do, because I I do kind of miss having like a rap partner who 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 would push me as much as um, because I, I I still be getting busy by myself, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but definitely having something. I think this is the major part of collaboration that at least from my opinion, that helps out with me. When I produce or write lyrics by myself, right? I might I might do something and of course you start something you think is dope. But then that second thought kind of comes in and be like, maybe this isn't dope. You know what I'm saying? And you start and, and so it could kind of turn into like a self-fulfilling prophecy of just being like, ah, oh, this is not dope. Should I put this out? Should I even finish this? Sure, just start a new track. Mm-hmm. But when you're collaborating with someone else, you may do something, and before that thought even has time to be like, is this dope? Is it whack? Someone else might be, be like, oh, this is dope. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, if you trust their opinion, be like, well, you you know rap. You rap well as, you rap really well as well. So I know you're not saying it from a point of view of like, dog you fucking listen to trash rap so like your opinion of my rapping is like not as heavy thank you for your compliment but it's not Mm -hmm. as heavy but you and me listen to the same shit you know what i'm saying we fuck with it's like we fuck with the same caliber of rap so if i rap some shit and you say it's dope i trust your opinion if you say my beat like for me there's beats that i've played that i'd be like trash but you've been like you or west be like that's dope so it's like when you collaborate, I feel like it, it makes you not second guess yourself so much. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah. But like that's, I said, that's just that's just my personal opinion and why I like collaborating with other people, especially yeah. other rappers. That's good. And especially if it's I only got to write one verse instead of two verses. Yeah. 
It's just like eight. <laughs> What time is it? I just realized. It's 3.36. We've been... I, I'm going to tell you right now. We've been... Oh. <laughs> it's going to be a long one, ladies and gents. We've already been recording for like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. What's the last question? We can wrap it up for one last good question. Yeah, yeah, Um, What's... What do I want to go? Where do I want to go? Where do I want to go? Okay. Oh, boy. So, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, okay. So halfway into the year, you know what I'm saying? This is, I'm bad oh, with months. Boy. We're like six, seven, eight months. No, we're like, it's like the eighth, seven months of the year. About to go into eight months. Going to eight. Yeah, so we passed halfway. What, what, has there any been, has there been any albums that really stand out to you as far as like production wise, either that they did something new like they they mixed it differently, or the sounds that they used, or the way that the artist did to the beats. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it was like the same kind of beats, but that what they did on the beats was completely different from what other people have done. Like, is there any album like I'm gonna say artistically that oh, has God. really like <laughs> stand out? For, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two to two, pick two or three albums that have really like oh, stand God. out to you artistically. Doesn't have to be hip hop. Any out, any any genre. Well, I already know one. I already know what you're gonna and say. You already know. I already know what you're gonna say. Know yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our wavelength already. Yeah, yeah. Knows. <laughs> it's Igor. Yeah, I already know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's always that's that's always like two or three because if I only give him one, he's gonna say Igor, and then we're just gonna cut well, because it. Because <laughs> Igor is so it's well so thought, yeah. well thought out, and the concept, the interest point. The interest point for every freaking song to the last one, old school sense. Yeah, I probably listen he to that went again synth today. It's so hard. Everything on this, like old analog. Yeah. And he produced it. He yeah. engineered it. And composed all it. that stuff. On a side note, I really like that he put the word composed because I feel like a lot of when people think about. Music, I think about the producer and the uh, artist. That's another job that we don't have anymore. Composers, it's just like, yeah, people used to make the beat. But there used to be a guy, his sole position was composing, like figuring out, yo, how long is this part going to be? And how long is this part going to be? Should this part be before this part? Like, so I like that he added that shit. Who yeah, else so. had a, like, that I had been listening to? Because album-wise, I've been kind of lacking. Yeah. It's just... Like more singles and shit, or like, well, singles—that's a different story. And if you know, it doesn't have to—it it doesn't. Oh shit! Never mind. I, I was gonna say it doesn't have to come out this year, but nah, fuck it. Let's just keep it on albums that came out this year. Well, this year. Well, for me, it's more of like a little bit of recent, but also stuff that has been already been out yeah. for a while. You know, one, uh, one, artist, one artist that I've been sleeping on a yeah. lot. I mean, you've heard me like many times talk about her. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so I think she's finishing up an album I think this so. This year. Hopefully. She's, kind, it, she's one of those people I just assume that she's always working. No, there's already been like Instagram posts of her in the studio writing. I know, that's what I'm assuming, but, but, but you just never she know when she's going to come out. Off. That's what she I'm saying. She just released a new uh, single. At this time of the recording, it was like a couple of days ago yeah. that she released. She's crazy. In a good she's way. She's amazing. Amazing artist. But 
I was listening to her older work, like her mixtapes. The mixtape, so. the the one with like the um the it's, two color one. It's like half blue and half. Uh, not that one, but that is a good. That one's that's slaps. a good tape. Yeah, it's her older ones. Okay. Um, because I pretty much listened to her older mixtapes. Mm-hmm. I had like going interlude. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Could have been with Bryson Taylor. That's been on repeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hard place is a great song too. Because it's also like acoustic acoustic guitar yeah. that she's playing, and then you know these smooth beats. I got I got to listen to more of her mixtape shit. Like I, cause I jumped on her when she got um, when the the, the two color EP it used to be, she released it separately and then she merged them together. Yeah. Um. So I jumped on her when when she put out the blue one. Um. So I definitely got to peep out the shit previous to that. It's crazy. It's crazy stuff. Yeah. Um. So that's another thing that has been artistically different. I'm vibing with, yeah. And then Big Sean's back. Yeah, Big Sean is back. And Single Again is a great song by him. Like, what he was talking about on there. I think over the years, even with his hiatus from everything, you could see a lot of development from when he first came out. Yeah. With that one song with Nicki. If you want to consider that him first coming out, then yeah. Well, for me, when I yeah. first discovered like him, that, that was his first mainstream song. Yeah. Yeah. But seeing the growth through, yeah. you know, his single and again is a lot different from ass. Yes. Definitely. Way different. Totally, totally different. And to be honest, I, I'm loving that every year that he puts something out, even like when it was very scarce of Big Sean. Mm-hmm. It, you could see a progression of like him developing. Yeah. And he is developing. Yeah, he's I, that's the thing I was like I've really That's why I love. Yeah, single again hasn't hit me like that music-wise. It it didn't hit me very I think hard it, sonically and like it's so, great. Yeah, it's a, it's a very well produced record. Um but I love seeing I've just from like on social media it seems like he's had a lot of like mental growth and like the last i don't know how, when when it started i don't know if we started going to therapy or whatever the fuck but it seems like did, i think yeah so i mean don't i i advocate anybody oh, going yeah. to therapy but i like, need to yes yeah, <laughs> i a, have to yeah i will i love it um but um so I, I do appreciate like his 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 it's funny i've been appreciating big sean more as a human less than his music Cause it's like I I very much fuck with him talking about, um, like mental stuff like that and like and what he's advocating. Yeah, what what he's like. Yeah, what he's advocating. I very 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 much fuck with that. Um, on honestly, the song that got me more than single again. Did you see his um his song? I think it's called Overtime. Overtime. That's, that's the a one, good one. That's the one that really got me. That's that that got me way harder than single again. Like and like I I I, I like. Yeah, just big show when he on when he on his rap shit. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know if the beat changed two times or three times, but yeah, he was like he was, was like, like what he was catching that pocket every time the beat switched, and it was that just was like, like golf clap. Yeah, yeah, golf clap. Definitely golf clap for fucking overtime. That one, that's that's the one that really got me excited for for his new project. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so you got, you got some good choices. You got some good choices. I have Igor, of course, Jeez, of course, Igor. 
Tyler um, needs to get a lot of recognition for that album. Yeah, and it seems like he has been. I've been getting a, a I've seen a lot of interviews from him. Feel me? A, a, I'm, a, yeah, he was like he had a Funk Flex interview. I don't mm-hmm. know the last time he's been on Funk Flex. Um, so I got to watch that. I'm um, like I heard he gave a crazy ass freestyle. Um, but outside of that, um, Goldlink's new album. I haven't heard it yet. That dude, you gotta check that album out, bro. Like that album, like I told Wes, is like the best way for me to describe that. Like when I first listened to the album, I was cleaning my old apartment. I felt like I was doing the album a disservice by listening to it while cleaning. I felt like it's not even you have to sit down. That album made me feel like I should have been on vacation. Like I should have been listening to that album on the beach with the mimosa. Looking at the ocean, oh boy. like that album. Maybe I was like, "What? What the fuck am I doing cleaning right now?" I was like, "Bro, like that album. It has so. Um, it's called Dispora. Um, fuck, it's kind of called Dispora. I, I have to look it up. I think it, I feel like it is called Dispora, but I feel like I'm just saying it wrong. Um, but either way, um, Gold Link's new album. It has so many different. So many different vibes. It's got like like some reggae vibes, mm. some like some um some Afro beat vibes. You know what I'm saying? Some dancehall vibes. So it's like it's how all like all not. I don't say like all over the like literally all over the map like globally. You know what I'm saying? Not getting sounds just from one area, but at the same time it, he makes it work. You know what I'm saying? Like Gold Link is being Gold Link. Gold Link's Gold Link's great. I I. I fuck with everything, you know what I'm saying? His sing, but it's like Gold Link's his voice. Like even when he speaks, I yeah. really, really like Gold Link's voice. Just like Tide of the Crater. I really Me love too. his voice. Like, um So that I've been on that. And then um I was gonna say one other hip hop album, but the album that I really, really if you had even talked to me three months ago, I'd have been like, fuck that album. Um, this album called, um, I think the album might be called, um, shit, I'm gonna I'm literally look this up because I don't want to fuck this up, but, um, it's a folk record, and mm. if you know me, I don't be listening to no folk music, that's until not, until recently, that's, yeah, until recently, till very recently, and what, what's, oh, fuck, band, I gotta. This is like my asterisk because this is not my third, but it's so good. Bandana by Freddie Gibbs and Madeline. Oh. That goes crazy. But um. Okay, so this golden is called Dias. Deus. Di- no, it's called oh um diaspora. Diaspora. Yeah, that's how you say it. Um, I was I was I was saying, to, I had to write letters in my head, but it's totally wrong. Um. Fuck, I gotta fuck. I'm gonna, all right, I'm gonna give two albums. I'm gonna give four, I'm gonna give you guys four albums. Just, just, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a dick. Um, <laughs> so the, the 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 folk one is Dave Von Ronk. The name of the album is called Dave Von Ronk Sings, and it's, like I said, it's a folk record. Mm-hmm. Like, and I got into schools. Like, I was talking to Skyler, right, and I was like, dude, you're out. You're the way that you sing reminds me of a folk artist. But I don't listen to folk music, so I can't totally say that you sound like a folk artist when I don't listen to folk he music. You up on yeah, me. he hooked me up. He was just like, bro, listen to Tell Old Bill by Dave Ronk. And I was just like, Dave Von Ronk. And I was like, yo, this album is, this song is so hard. I was listening to that song. I had my windows down blasting it. I was at a red light. The guy next to me was just like, yo, what song is that? And I was like, Tell Old Bill. 
Dave Van Ronk. <laughs> with that eye. Yes, yeah, not with those eyes. I probably would have creeped him out. But I was just like, dog. So that, he like totally flipped my perspective. Just be like, oh, like, okay, there's good folk music out there. And it's, oh, yeah. It's so, there's it's always so good. been. There's, but I don't, I don't, it's like. Yeah, there's always been, but also just, just like there's always been good country music out there. Doesn't mean I'm gonna jump on country yeah, music. Yeah, you don't need to jump. Yeah, on yeah. It. So it's, it's just like more of like, yeah, there's gems in every genre. Yeah, there's gems, but even, I don't, but I don't give a fuck about the gems of country music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like I'm. So if someone if someone listens to this and sends me a good country track, then we'll talk differently. But <laughs> what other people talk about as being gems, not gems. <laughs> I figured out the third hip hop album I was gonna say. What? Jaden Smith's new album. Really? Jaden's, Jaden's, yeah. Because Jaden t- is, to me, one of the most experimental artists in hip-hop right now. Like, he, his, he has some shit that's on the, like, rap shit, some trap shit. Then he also has a track that, I think one of my favorite tracks on there is this, it's like a punk rock record. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's super punk rock, but at the same time, he switches it up and starts rapping on it. What artist do you know that has a punk rock record that also is, has rap on it? Holy crap. Jaden. So that's why it's one of my favorites. Um, all right, and my last album is this one called... Um, I don't even know which one. I, the whole title, because it's, it's made from various artists, but it's called um, Nigeria 70, Lagos Jump. And it's basically a bunch of... A bunch Wait, of, I think I've heard of you this. You heard of that? Because... There's a UK rapper, mm-hmm. Stefan Don. You no, heard? No, of I don't listen to UK rap like that. Well, I think she's on that album. No, she no, wouldn't she be. Isn't? She's a, no, because she's, okay, she's a UK a artist. No, 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 it's called Africa, I think. Okay, now nah, this album, it's all Nigerian artists. It's like Nigerian funk music, and it's yeah, it's like I said, it's all various artists from Nigeria, and it's like. They just go so crazy. So those are like the albums that like I've been really, really on right now. I haven't honestly haven't been so much into hip hop right now. And that's probably because I'm playing with um Yo and the Electric, but I'm I'm very that's much good, like, getting to like You're other stretching out. Yeah. That's so good. those are like the main so, records I'm I'm in slapping. To wrap up the podcast here. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you this question. Right. What's one artist that you really wanna look into and just listen to? Oh, that I haven't already? They, that you haven't listened to their discography or anything? That I really... Oh, that, fuck. That's a good-ass question. Because usually I'm pretty good with that shit. You've heard of them before. You've heard of them somewhere. But you're like, I want to look into this. Damn, that's tough. Because usually if I, if I heard you and I didn't deep dive into you, it's because I didn't want to. So let me really think about an artist that I heard that I want to deep dive into that I haven't. I can give you one. Yeah, who would who would yours be? Lizzo. Fuck, yeah, that's probably one. Lizzo. Because she's been popping like yeah. in my feed. Yeah. With through memes, through Spotify ads for some reason. Yeah. Through working with Missy Elliott. Yeah. 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 I it's, really wanna check out her music. I've heard her album because i love you yeah is a really good album i i, I don't know the names of the record but i listened to the album before her newest one and that one was really good i have um, to listen to her discography in general yeah that's yeah i would like to deep dive into her shit because I, li- I listened to the last record i haven't listened to the newest record um did you know that she could play flute that's hard as fuck 
I did I have hear to that. show you. I did hear that. She's crazy. Um, because she was in band. Oh, that's that's hard as fuck. It's even better. That's hard as fuck. <laughs> damn, an artist that I haven't listened to. Damn, my first. Because the artist that I would like to deep dive into, he he doesn't have a like. He's just on SoundCloud. He's not really like a bunch. Of, but this is this is guy. Is his name is uh, uh. I gotta look him up real quick. He's, he's on the he's on the Big Crit album. His name is. Damn, you're not gonna. Sp- I try. I, I literally went to sh- go to artists, and it was just like Big Crit, and I was like, no, the feature artist, dog. The feature. Let me go to credits, because we're on title, and we could do that. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's that's cool. But I think Lizzo, because she can sing, she can rap, she can play flute. She's real. Yeah. She's advocated for a lot of great things. Yeah, body positivity. You know, yes. I love. Yes, I love that. Yes. Yes. Um. This guy Wolf. Day, I don't even know how you say his last name because it's, it's literally an M. Let me and check. The, see if you can say it because there's an accent underneath the C and I've never seen that shit. Wolf Day Milch or M C H. I've tried to listen to him say it, but yeah, I don't know. But his he's he's worked on two tracks with Big Crit and like mm-hmm. his voice is is really Singer good. Or... He's a singer, yeah. Okay. But he, but I've also heard him rap over. He did um, a Quim- I think he rapped over the Equimini beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, so he's not. He's. I don't think he's on SoundCloud. No, I'm sorry. I think he's only on SoundCloud. I don't even know how the fuck Big Crit found him. You know what Probably I'm saying? Probably through SoundCloud. Probably through SoundCloud. Yeah, fucking. That's how Tyler found Cali. So it's like, um, that's an artist I would like to to go into more. Like I would like to listen to like. I'm curious on what like of like twelve tracks, fifteen tracks of like, or even just nine, just like a a body of work from him. I would Does like. Does he have to... a big fan base? I don't think so. Like, I literally don't. It could like... be reachable, dude. On he maybe this dude is such like an anomaly to me that like because even even the song, the like the Equimini song that I really like from him, mm-hmm. it's not on his SoundCloud. It's on somebody else's SoundCloud. Weird. So it's like, it's like, are you trying not to get known? I'm just like, I don't, I just, it's, it's, it fucks with me so much. But anyways, I think, because we're almost to probably two hours here. Yeah. He has, he has, he has 8,000 followers on SoundCloud. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. And I just see that he just put out a song featuring Big Crit, so I'm Definitely going to slap that now. All right. Because I've only heard the opposite, the opposite way around. So yeah, man. That this, was a, this talk. Was that was an excellent question. Yeah. That was a very very good question. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It was just like I was just thinking about. I was like, I think that's the next artist I want to look into is Lizzo. Yeah. Very talented for sure. Shout out to Lizzo. Yeah. Shout doing You're doing cool. big things. You're cool. Yeah. I think my girlfriend was the one that introduced me to her a little bit. Yeah, a meme. I don't know. I'm curious on what these memes are because when I because when I it's think not of like memes, bad ones. That's funny okay. Ones. That's good because when I think of memes, I think of them being funny, but them being funny with a dash of meanness to it. 
Um, so I, I would like to check it. Cause I was like, don't be memeing Lizzo. What the fuck? She seems super nice. Like, um, but, uh, yeah, so I would definitely like to check out her music and kind of some of these memes if they're, if they're kind of respectable fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think this whole podcast was really fun. Yeah. This is, I think I got to know you more a little bit more. I think this. I learned to know you more too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what they meant? Is this what ill might meant? Yeah. <laughs> That's good, though. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that concludes episode 35. It was a long talk. Yeah. It's a, it's a really, long really long talk. Good, good conversation. Good it's conversation. a good conversation, for sure. And I think a lot of producers and rappers can hear from a, you know, no. Get, get a little info. Get a little info. A little education. And, you know, advice. Bit. Yeah, just a little advice, you know what I'm saying? With a grain of salt, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> take, take it with a grain of salt, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, we, we kind of we talk about just a little bit. Definitely. <laughs> All right, well. Yeah, thank you for kicking it with us this podcast, and uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, we're going to catch you next time. Yeah. We have a special guest for you guys next time. He's actually, this is one of the first guests that we're bringing back onto the podcast. So if the next one, I mean, this one was very good, but I am very, very much excited for the Me next too. one. Me too. Yeah. I can't wait for this one. Because he's, he's done a lot of things. since. It's, it's so funny because on the last podcast, he started talking about, yo, I have this thing and I want to start doing it. And then after the podcast, he started doing it. It's like seven months later. Yeah, so he did it and not only has he done it, he's going hard. And so I'm very much excited to have him, him back too. on the podcast and um, talk about all the progress that he's had. And so far, what's next? Yeah, what's next? All right. So we got a good one coming up for you guys. We'll see you soon. See you soon.